Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stoke the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Dertinger, and this is the podcast all about creativity and trying to talk through uh, pop culture, film, art, visual creativity, and the projects that we're working on in such a way that inspires, invokes, and invests in the imagination. I'm really glad that you're joining us. If this is your first episode, um, feel free to go back and check out last week, episode 82, where I kind of introduced this mini-series that I'm going to be doing. Uh, My co-host and wonderful, wonderful partner, Joy, is uh, dealing with a lot of health issues and is in this health crisis right now. And so uh, between hospital visits, ER visits, and then finally a surgery coming up in the next couple of weeks, hoping to have some answers with that. But until then... I'm kind of on my own with hosting the show, and so I'm doing this series of mini-episodes. And last week, if you were with us, we talked about why it is we create. What is the purpose of creating? Why do we come back to creativity? And today, kind of in the same vein, I want to talk a little bit about the blank canvas. And if you're uh, one of our Patreon subscribers, which you can become for as little as 5 bucks a month at patreon.com slash stokethewild, and you're watching the video here of the podcast, little video cast that I've been making for this this series. Um, I'm talking about the blank page, and you can see exactly what I'm going to be talking about. You can see um, the visual examples and the drawing stuff that I'm going to be doing in this episode as well. Otherwise, if you're just listening uh, on the Stoke the Wild podcast channel, um, feel free to go check that out over there and join us. Subscribe and get some cool content that we have happening there as well. Um, Otherwise, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, what is a blank page? What is a blank canvas? Well, in, you know, no-nonsense terms here, you have a piece of paper, or you have your project board in front of you, your piece of wood, your uh, actual canvas. Perhaps it's a blank page that you're writing on, Or maybe it's your stage where you're getting ready to act. Whatever it is for you that is your blank page, your blank canvas, it is an opportunity, right, for something to exist. Something to become. Something to be bred and born in a moment that wasn't there before. In many ways, it's taking the nothing that is before you and creating it into something. And ideally, something wonderful, something beautiful, something worthwhile. And it can be really hard sometimes, I think, when we are faced with a blank canvas with something in front of us and maybe we've had a myriad of losses lately or um, rejection letters or tough projects or even just things that we thought were going to go well that didn't go well or the way that we wanted them to when it came time to um, initiate the project or the idea And the blank canvas, the blank page can then become kind of daunting. It can, I don't know, it can kind of instill this new fear um, in in tackling something when previously it didn't work or previously we felt like we messed something up or failed something. And this idea has been ruminating in my head because when we talked about why last week and returning to this idea of why is it that I want to create? Well, I want to create because I have stories I want to share or I have pictures and characters, um, even fan art where I create things from shows or comic books or movies or whatever that I, I want to do because I enjoy it. Like that's, that is a reason why and that's something that I love. But ultimately the why for me is I want, I want the world to know these 
these stories that I have when I write or these characters that I have that I create or imagine in my head. Um, and that's important to me. It's important for me as someone who believes that they are made to create, to continue to make things regardless of how many people see it. I just want to do it. And I hope that the people who do see it enjoy it. And so when things don't go well, as much as I can say, oh, that's okay, you know, I'm still a creator, I'm still a creative, I've enjoyed this, and it was good for me, even though maybe nobody else enjoyed it or didn't get the response I was hopeful for, it can be scary to kind of return to the blank page. It can can even feel me kind of like to be bothered, like why am I even trying to tackle something again if this isn't working the way I wanted it to. And so I'm talking about this because for me, it's where I have to come back to. I also think about when you have a picture that is totally complete. You have a comic panel where the the whole page is drawn and inked and painted or, or colored. Uh, you have a full novel or novella or book of poems in front of you that you've completed. Like That feels amazing when the project is done. But just like in life... You know, those projects, they're touched by just not you as the artist and creative, but experiences and stories and moments and and activities or ideas that are informed by the things you take in from the people around you. Relationships, losses, hurts, victories, whatever it might be. And all those things are great and wonderful, and it gives us an opportunity then to kind of build on these ideas and things that we get to be a part of. But then that canvas sometimes gets muddy, right? Because you have all those influences, all those things kind of poking in and and filling up this blank space. And all of a sudden, the original image, idea, intent of what it is you're trying to do no longer is visible, no longer is there. And how do you get back to that moment of clarity? How do you get back to that moment of feeling like, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. This is why I started what I started. This is why I'm going to finish it as well. And so I come back to the blank page because I could easily look at my other drawings, my other paintings, my other projects. I could look at my other short stories compared to the one that I'm in the middle of or screenplays or whatever. And it'd be really easy for me to be like, man, that didn't get accepted or um, that didn't sell when I wanted it to or at all or that was... I got feedback that was trash on that, or whatever it might be, right? And then when I look at the next blank page, it's daunting because all I'm doing is thinking about the myriad and and, and grouping of all these different projects that have come before, and now all the problems, the mistakes, and the failures of those previous projects are sitting before me in this blank page because I'm terrified of it. And yet the beauty of the blank page is that nothing has been written yet. Nothing has been made yet. Nothing has been painted yet. Nothing has been encapsulated yet on that stage performance. Nothing has been sung and recorded yet in that vocal performance. Nothing has been put out there yet in permanence. Which means there's possibility. There's potential. There's opportunity. And for me, that's the most important thing. And that's one of the coolest things to think about when I think about the blank page. And so when I approach a blank page, especially if I'm just trying to kind of work out maybe the cobwebs, if you will, of ideas or um, 
you know, thinking through what it is maybe a picture might look like in the future. For those of you who've listened for a long time, I talk about the thumbnail image, you know, kind of creating something small that will eventually get bigger and running through some ideas before settling on something else. And so that's what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be kind of just talking about um, those moments of creating something that leads to something else, not letting the fear the mistakes of the past overtake the promise and potential of the future. Are we informed by those past mistakes in our creative work? Yes. Do they influence us in such a way that we can avoid them? Absolutely. But should we let them overtake what we're doing to cripple us from, you know, reaching that possible potential? No. We need to be able to see those things, accept them, recognize them, acknowledge them even, and then move forward. And so, again, thinking about why it is that I create and then what it is I'm trying to create, this was, this was kind of important to me. And so as I draw and think about these things, you know, I think about, you know, if I'm creating a character and a lot of my characters that I create, if they're original characters and not based on like a comic book property or, you know, from a film or a TV show, almost all of my characters have some sort of kind of direct resemblance to me. Even if in the short story, for example, if I'm writing a short story, um, you know, there's at least one character that embodies me in some way. You know, maybe maybe they kind of have a gruffness to them because uh, they have a beard, because I have a beard. Or maybe they, I don't know, you know, had a, a, a troubling relationship with family members because I've had troubling relationships with family members. Or maybe they, you know, carry scars on their body, like in the same place that I carry scars. And I think about how my stories and my experiences of life are directly influenced and influencing the things that I'm creating. And, you know, that might issue me one type of character, one type of scenario, and one type of, like, thing that I'm trying to express in what it is I'm making and that's good that's fine that that works but then also there's other people that I know and have experienced um have had friendships with or relationships with or you know whatever and their family members friends etc that are part of my life that I want to see like brought in to the canvas as well, brought into the story as well. Well, then those characters then begin to take different shapes, you know, and they don't always necessarily take on the actual physical shape of maybe like the character that looks like me or feels like me maybe in my head. But those people are there. They're present. They're doing their own thing. And in reality, what I'm doing is I'm pulling from these experiences to create something that is different, that is my own, that, yeah, you know, is relatable probably because people have related and shared experiences through life and different things, but it's also different because it's my own experience. And in many ways, then the perspective is uniquely mine, uh, uniquely mine, and I can bring then my experience, my perspective, and my ideas from what has happened into other people's lives. And so, you know, I create, and I, I work, and I draw, and I write, and I paint, and 
begin to develop what these ideas look like. And then all of a sudden, you know, the blank page is less of a blank page and it's more of an idea board. And all of a sudden, instead of being like afraid of the things that have happened, I'm seeing the potential in the things that have happened and the things that could be. Because now I'm making something that is not just singular layer, singularly me, excuse me, singularly me, but now it's a smattering of life. And it's a part of life. And it's a part of the life that we do together as human beings on this planet Earth. And I think sometimes we take that for granted, you know. And maybe it's too Mr. Rogers, too Mr. Bob Rossian when I bring it up. But I think we take it for granted. And then when, you know, we face hardships or we face troubles, we then feel alone. When in reality, you know, there are people who care about us and there are people who want to see us succeed or want to see us be a part of things, um, to see dreams achieved and all that stuff. And, you know, that, that begins to change maybe the way we see ourselves. And so again, thinking about how the blank page, the blank canvas of life, as it were, isn't just, isn't just there to maybe reflect or feel like it's to catch all the mistakes we've made but rather it's an opportunity for the potential of what could be informed by the past but not controlled by it. And then we can see ourselves and we can see the people around us and the stories and the things that take place as actively wonderful in who we are and what we're making. And as I'm kind of sketching out this goofy-looking self-portrait here, um, on the video cast side of things, you know, it <laughs> it kind of makes me chuckle because I'm t I'm terrible at drawing hands, and so I'm trying to draw like from a certain perspective this like hand, and it is not working, and now it looks like I've got like amphibian frog hands but yeah, it's whatever <laughs> like it's okay I'll take it and I, I I just keep though thinking about like this again all of that is just like the potential for f funny humor storytelling what is it you're making what is it you're trying to accomplish what do you want to do with it how is the blank page going to influence what's come before and what's coming again and what's what what's going to be there in front of us you know the next time in the stories that we tell if i was you know making humanoid frog people then perhaps this is exactly what i want and if not i erase i just i do something else and when i when i hit a blank page a lot of the stuff that i do first time first passes you know are going to be with pencil and that's sounds pretty obvious of course because you think about how you can Manipulate pencil, you can adjust pencil, you can shade and do all sorts of things with that. But when uh, sometimes I get in a mood where I want the permanence right away. And so I start like by using ink instead of pencil. 
And right now with what I'm doing, I'm still using pencil, but I start using ink instead of pencil to create something like more permanent. And then you kind of have to live in those mistakes as they come up, which is, you know, just as true of life. You have to live in the mistakes as they come up, but then you also have to be able to adjust and, um, you know, be flexible and make movements that maybe don't always feel natural or comfortable, but are going to continue to, you know, give you something fun to work with. And even if it's weird, you adjust and you make room until you get what you want or you make it work with what you got. So I know some of this kind of ramblingness maybe seems unproductive, but like the idea is that like the when you approach a blank page, you have so much there that is available for you that you maybe didn't know you had before that you can create something with. And again, like when you think about like the pencil and the ability to manipulate and erase and adjust, that's that's good. It gives you a chance to see the mistakes and adjust to correct. But then when you move to using a more permanent fixture like ink directly, you have to work within those mistakes, right? So again, thinking about this self-portrait, and then I made this weird little bat alien creature next to me. If uh, <clears throat> if I'm working on the self-portrait and just doing these little sketches of myself, trying to think through these ideas and allow my brain and my hand to just kind of wander in the drawing, all of a sudden... Again, the blank page has potential, the ink has potential, but that ink being permanent, I have to live with the mistake. And so if I make, you know, a wrong move to the left or to the right or up or down or over something, I have to just deal with it. And one of the things that I like to do, and I've talked about this before, is these blind contour drawings where I look at my face and not at the page. And so from where I am, I can kind of see the page uh, just because of how my camera setup is. But I'm looking at myself, and I'm going to start a contour drawing and look just at my camera visual of myself. I'm going to ignore things like the microphone and my headphones on. And I don't know now if I drew a mouth. Let's see if I can add headphones here. Boom. And then I've got some shoulders showing here in the picture. And, like, my shirt is filled in, but it's kind of a mess. And I look over here at the end. <laughs> and, like, in my contour drawing, and I'll post a picture of this up on the Instagram uh, with the episode. It'll probably be the episode image if you guys are, you know, listening to this now. But this is this strange blind contour drawing. And, you know, those lines are permanent. You know, I can't change that. It's done with the ink pen. Like, I can't fix that. I can't erase it like I could the pencil. And so now my canvas, no longer blank, no longer being able to be manipulated in the way that I want, like, is is dealing with this catastrophe, if you will, um, this problem, these mistakes, whatever. And how do I accept that and move forward? Do I take this into my next picture or do I learn from it and do I adjust because I know that the canvas Canvas is still going to be blank when I try to do this again. Is it going to get better? Is it going to get worse? How am I going to practice and build from this? What am I learning from it? And so if those mistakes are going to follow me, they shouldn't follow me and control what I'm doing, but they should follow me and inform what I'm doing 
So that way I can hopefully get better. I actually really, really love this. I want to add to up to it, but I'm not going to. Like, it's just ridiculous. And you guys can see it here and all um, on the Patreon video. But I'm going to post a picture for the, the title of this episode. And, um, again, just in this short mini episode, like, with a blank page, what you have before you, how are you going to approach it? Why are you creating? What are you going to create? Are the mistakes of the past and past projects, past failures, are they going to keep you from moving forward? Are they going to influence how you approach the next thing? Are you going to see the potential, the opportunity, the what could be in the blank page, in the blank canvas? Thank you so much for listening. This has been Stoke the Wild. You can find out more at stokethewild.com or you can check out all of our latest art prints and pieces available there under stokethewild.com slash store. As well, in the liner notes below, you can go to patreon.com slash stokethewild. Check out the video cast that was just made here and was available to you um, as audio as well. But you can see the video and the projects that are going on there as well. And um, just as I mentioned last week with Joy's hospital visits, ER visits, and medical bills that have come up, um, if you'd like, we had a friend set up a GoFundMe for us to help pay with the, pay those bills and to deal with some of the financial burden that's come up while Joy has been off of work. I will have that linked below in the liner notes as well. But thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Think about this. What are you making? How are you making it? And are you going to be influenced by the past or are you going to let it overtake what you've done to create something new? when you approach the blank canvas. Talk to you next time. Peace.